When you're first dating someone and you're really excited about them, it can be easy to see only what's wonderful about them and then be blind to the red flags that are right in front of your eyes. I'm gonna talk about three categories of red flags and those are what I call the unavailable person red flags, manipulative red flags, and then what I call burning red flags. And it's easy to see them in retrospect, it's easy to see them in other people, but most of us only see them after we've paid the price for not seeing them in the first place, or we saw them and then we push forward with the relationship anyway. I don't want you to ever have to waste your good, precious life ever again on someone who isn't into you, isn't worthy of you, or isn't good to you. And here's the hard part. If you have a history of, you know, red flag blindness, which is common, especially for people who were neglected or abused as kids, there's a pretty good probability you're still vulnerable to it. It just works that way. So what are the things you should be looking for? Let's talk about it. All right, the unavailable category, here's one. They tell you they're getting divorced, but they are not yet divorced. Now this can sometimes be not a marriage, but a relationship, but this is a really common thing that people with, with complex PTSD, they will be very good at attaching to a future fantasy of what the relationship can be like, the potential, right? So somebody goes, well, I'm about to be divorced. And you'll see this sometimes when somebody's leaving a marriage and they're so frustrated and they couldn't wait to go out and see people. They're right up there on the dating sites. You know, they just want to get going. And it is this sort of inconvenient fact that the old thing is not really over or out of the way yet. So maybe they're still living with the person or the divorce hasn't gone through or there's a lot of drama with the ex still going on. That is a red flag. If somebody would go on and try to start a new relationship when they still have all that unfinished business, trust me, there are going to be problems ahead. Okay, so along the same lines, sometimes you might be dating somebody and okay, yes, they are technically divorced, but the ex lives in the house. They're down in the basement. There's some sort of financial arrangement or interdependency going on. And I know that people can come up with very creative um, ways of continuing a relationship or sharing a house or raising kids, but it's very unlikely to indicate smooth sailing ahead for getting into a new relationship with this person. It could happen, but I'm just telling you, if you're blind to red flags, this is one you really need to look at. All right, here's another one in the availability category. They are full of stories that are both horrifying, they're full of anger, they're full of grief about terrible things that their ex or exes did to them. That that is sort of comes up very front and center in the relationship and you're dealing with a lot of that. That's a big red flag. For somebody to be really ready for a relationship, including you, we gotta have some healing around what happened and healing means we don't have to talk about it all the time, all right? There comes a time in a, if you're really building like a close relationship with somebody that you would talk about what past relationships were like, but concisely, it wouldn't be this thing that was emotionally leaking all over everything. That's a red flag, all right? Here's one. They talk about sex with other people in the past or even the present. And even worse, they act like it's no big deal. And this is something that happens for people with CPTSD who are on the receiving end of that kind of thing. You think you're in this big, um, you know, romantic relationship that's forming. They start talking about, oh yes, you know, and all this sex with other people. You feel jealous, weird, uncomfortable, and you feel like you can't say anything. So you get quiet, you crap fit to it. How many 
I, this happens to so many people where you think you have to be cool about it. Oh yeah, so you're just talking about that. I'm cool. I don't want to appear to be jealous, but that is how you abandon yourself for somebody who's actually just waving a red flag in your face. That is one way that you cannot have to deal with a red flag is abandon yourself. So don't do that. If, if somebody else's behavior makes you feel bad and uncomfortable and like you're not being honored as their partner, then it's a red flag. Okay, treat it as such. You are allowed to feel that. All right, so that's one of the manipulative uh, red flags. Here's another one. They behave on different dates in a way that changes and throws you off. So one time they're like the perfect gentleman, another time they're, you know, rough or loud or angry. Could have to do with um, alcohol or drugs, right? And those are red flags all by themselves. But, you know, if like drinking to the point of behavior change, showing up for dates drunk, definitely a thing. But just this, that you see these different sides of the personality, like they're putting on their best appearance for you at the beginning, and then you see this really rough side. If you have a history of trauma, if you have a history of crap fitting and uh, getting into trauma bonded things where somebody's really nice and then they're really mean, they love bomb, they discard. If you're good at putting up with that, you gotta really, really like see that red flag when it happens. It will never be a good thing for you to be with somebody who blows hot and cold like that. It's, it's, it's emotional abuse under the best of circumstances. For a person with CPTSD, it is just, you know, it'll just wreck your autonomy, your clarity, your confidence. You don't want to have that happen. All right. Uh, I'm thinking of an example. Somebody jokes about being in love with you and then they talk like they're like, like you're just friends and, and you feel like you have to be cool, right? That's, it's, it's like whenever you see yourself acting cool about something that makes you feel really like violated and hurt, that is your red flag. That's your emotions telling you the red flag is waving even when your mind can't see it. Another manipulative red flag is they get angry when you try to set a boundary. So let's say you say, um, I'm not going to go to this birthday party for your ex-girlfriend or, um, yeah, this is too soon. I don't know you well enough to have sex and they get angry at you. All right, right there. There's your red flag. That's a deal breaker right there. Um, or here's one. They keep you waiting by, you know, you, that you're always waiting. And if you have been abandoned as a kid, people leaving you waiting when you're just sitting there and they don't show up for half an hour, an hour, an hour and a half, they're not calling, they said they'd call, that kind of thing, that is a very harsh form of manipulation. Best case scenario, they're just total flakes, but why would you wanna be with somebody who activates all that trauma for you by with the inconsideration of of, of being late like that. They say they wanna see you on a certain weekend and I'll call you, I'll call you, okay? And then you don't call, but you've held the whole weekend for them. And then you're just sitting there kind of in all your CPTSD emotions, you know, about like, when are they gonna call? Should I just go ahead and make plans? And you might find yourself where it gets so upsetting that the only way that you have the power to get out of the house and just go do your own thing is with anger, is with a lashing out type of thing. All of this is so destructive to close relationships. And honestly, I think it's fine if you wreck your relationship with somebody who manipulates you like that. But when you've been in a lot of relationships like that, it starts to become habit. And so somebody simply being late in an innocent way can set off this whole like avalanche of old feelings from people who treated you in a truly, you know, uncaring way or manipulative. So then you're pushing people, good people away. So you don't want to let this happen to you. Don't let this like scar you and damage you. All right, now we're gonna move into the red alert category, all right? One is, they are rude to people you encounter together. So you've gone out on a few dates, you're at a restaurant, 
and they are just an a-hole to the food server, or they're yelling at other drivers and cursing, or they're cruel or rough with animals. All right, right there, I would just say draw the line. People who treat other, way, other people that way, um, it's, it's only gonna be worse when it's in the house, when it's in their personal relationship. I would just say completely get away from people who do that. Now, everybody has had a bad day, maybe where they you know, yelled at another driver or something. But if, you're, if people are doing that on early dates, if even when they're on their best behavior with you, they can't control that, it really is a bad sign. Okay, another sign. They suddenly have a financial emergency and ask to borrow money. All right, never lend money to somebody you've just begun dating. And honestly, I don't know where you wanna draw the line on that in terms of how long you've been dating, but so often that's, that's a level of red flag that somebody either has um, serious financial problems, a serious drug problem that becomes a financial problem, right? Or the whole thing is a scam. And it doesn't happen that often, but if you have CPTSD and if you have a history of getting involved with people and you couldn't see red flags, you are a target for scammers. So never lend money and always be suspicious if somebody asks for a loan. Um, you know, I could see a scenario where you go to a restaurant, the other person was gonna pay and they're like, oh, I didn't have my wallet, I'm so sorry. They should actually be willing to like cancel the restaurant to deal with that rather than expect you to pay. I wouldn't say if somebody said, you know, and you stepped in and said, that's all right, I'll get this one, I have this. Okay, fine. That's not um, a scam or anything. It's a red flag. It's a red flag. So just keep an eye on that. Um, all right, so here's something. They lie about something. They lie to you or you hear them lie to somebody else. Like um, they get a restaurant bill and the server forgot to charge them for something, you know, some $20 thing, and they don't speak up about it. And with you, they're like, ha ha, they, they forgot to charge us. You don't want to be with that person. That person is quite comfortable with dishonesty in a way that affects other people. Don't do it. Don't be with that person. Um, another thing is if they ask for your help deceiving someone, it's like, oh, tell them, you know, tell them we couldn't come because why? I just would say that's a red flag. You might find a way to, I don't know, maybe you can work out some of these things. Maybe they don't bother you, but I'm just telling you, it's a red flag if somebody in the early phases of dating, and I'm just going to call that like the first six dates, if they're already doing that, it's a really bad sign, okay? It's a bad sign that they're kind of like, their backbone is suspect. So when you see a red flag, do you have to leave? No, you don't. But see the red flag, notice it, stay connected to people who support you, who love you, who have your best interest in mind. Talk to them about what's really going on. One red flag for you is that if you find yourself feeling like you have to hide from your friends what's going on in your relationship, that is your red flag that something's wrong with the relationship. You know your friends are gonna see it and you're trying not to see it. So remember, the first six dates, people are on their best behavior. Whatever they're doing now is likely to be worse later. So keep a sharp eye on that. Don't be afraid to end a relationship. Do be courageous about not rushing into the relationship. Don't get attached, take it slow. That's a good way to support yourself as a person with CPTSD. Thank you so much for listening. If you love my content, Think about joining my membership program. You can find out more information about that and all my courses and coaching programs at crappychildhoodfairy.com. Remember, healing is possible. People with childhood PTSD can have a wonderful life. Sometimes we just need a few workarounds. I'll see you next time.